Hundreds of people wait in a massive line in Frankfurt to get unemployment help. WD worrying and broke. So goes the story for thousands in Kentucky struggling to get unemployment. I just want to answer. And it is a shame, a complete shame, because the people that are in office right now failed every single one of us in this line today. I, I've heard from people, I've exhausted my savings, I've exhausted my 401k, uh, my credit cards are maxed out, I have a dollar to my name. These are real cries. I can, it's almost like you can hear their tears, see their tears. From the digital journalists of WDRP.com, this is Uncovered, a behind the scenes look at stories affecting education business, criminal justice, and more in Louisville, Kentucky. And now for the show. This is Chris Otts of WDRB.com. Kentucky made national news last week when thousands of people descended on Frankfurt to wait in line for hours in a desperate attempt to get help with their unemployment insurance claims. At WDRB, we've been working for a month now to get people who need help in front of the governor's office, collecting more than 3,000 names. Reporter and anchor Gilbert Corsi has been co-leading that effort, and he joins me on today's show to discuss his extensive coverage of this issue in recent weeks. This whole thing has been a big problem for Governor Andy Bashir, who has yet to figure out how to solve the issues with the unemployment insurance system despite many apologies. As it turns out, some decisions by the administration of his predecessor, former Governor Matt Bevin, three years ago when the unemployment rate was extremely low, are playing a role in all of this today. I covered those moves at the time, and I even found some old audio that is relevant today to play. We get to that in the second half of the show. Now, here's my colleague, Gilbert Corsi. First off, let's set the scene. Um, Kentucky shuts down in mid-March. And I'm Scott Reynolds. Today, we learned both Kentucky and Indiana have seen their first deaths Related to COVID-19 is Indiana governor. All restaurants and bars in Kentucky have been ordered to immediately stop serving dine-in customers. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir is taking new steps to stop the spread. He announced today that he's asking all child care centers to close by close of business um, this Friday. The or closure sooner. of businesses, an unprecedented number of people wound up needing to take unemployment. At the same time, the state opened up unemployment to uh, People who had not been eligible to get it before, um, freelance workers, gig workers. Um, if you if your child care uh, provider had been shut down and so you had to leave your job because you now have to care for your four year old because schools are closed and your child care provider is closed. I, I feel that every day, understanding that many of you out there aren't in a job that before we asked you to make this sacrifice, you otherwise had. I want you to sign up for unemployment. I want to make sure you have enough to get through this. This whole another world, this another class of people who were previously ineligible for unemployment that became 
eligible for unemployment and a state system that was designed decades ago um, so that technologically was not able to handle the influx of people and then also staffing wise did not have the hands to hire the or to handle the influx of people. And so we, from the very beginning, had been taking calls, concerns, complaints into our newsroom, uh, not just over the phone, via email, via Twitter, via Facebook, any way that the public could reach out to us saying, hey, something's not right with unemployment. I can't get through. I can't get my claim process. I can't file for my weekly benefits um, and I can't go to work. I'm running out of savings. And that those emails started to get more and more desperate um, and heartbreaking, really, as the weeks went on. And I've been saying it for weeks, and I know it's not a solace uh, to those that are struggling. And we are working our hardest, and we will continue uh, to do better. And the governor all along in his press conferences has been acknowledging that unemployment is not right yet. There are thousands of people who have filed weeks and even months ago who have not got their claims processed yet. He's uh, Bashir has been owning. Right. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir joins us to talk about the state's response to COVID-19. The governor, Bashir, governor appeared on our morning show on May 21st, morning. and Candace Cliff and Sterling Riggs, our morning anchors, to their credit, really pressed the governor on what can these people do to get help the or the top question we get here at WDRB, which is when am I going to get my unemployment check? We're going to sometimes you got to ask the question, ask it again and then ask it again until it gets answered. And then that rule of three, when they kept asking, what can these people do to get help? What you just said, we've heard you say we can do better. We're trying. Mr. Governor, there are Kentucky residents right now who are hungry. They have bills mounting. They are frustrated. They talk um, to us. The governor they said, well, well, first, I, I hope after this that we can get uh, those names from you in case uh, those claims are, are not currently in process because we want to help those and every other uh, individual. The first thing I'd like to get those sure names from you, your, those your people who contacted uh, your station. Been, uh, Send my office you know, those names. And so we did. We, uh, when he uh, said that on our morning uh, show, sure it became a like transparency point. It became uh, an accountability uh, point, and it became our job as journalists to hold the governor to his words. So that day, we just... Again, we had been taking reporters had been taking calls and emails, the assignment desk. Um, so we just gathered the names of the people who had contacted our station um, saying that they were having trouble with unemployment over the last several weeks. So um, we send off that first list, um, 40 people, and that's how this whole thing started. That's how it came together. Um, so we do the accountability piece on the, the 28th. About to lose my card, you know, water's way overdue, uh, everything's past due, so me worrying and panicking. These are the faces, the stories of just some of the people stuck in payment purgatory. And we say, you know, we re-air the governor's comments. We say that he asked for a list. He sent it. These are the results. So now we've got mm, between 70 and 75 names on the list. And so we do that follow-up piece again on June the 4th, looking at all 75 names. And we 
But then as you, we kind of open Pandora's box at that point in time, because one week later we do another list. And then that list has 256 names on it. Worrying and broke. So goes the story for thousands in Kentucky struggling to get unemployment. But there is progress to report today on the list of names that we sent to the governor's office and a major revelation with it. More than 600 people hired by the because as people started to uh, as the word started to spread, people were like, everybody knows somebody who's having a problem with unemployment. So, you know, person B tells person C that, hey, I emailed the television station or I called the TV station and they put my name on a list of the governor's office. You should try doing that. Um, and then so it became a windfall of people in the six days leading up to this podcast. There have now been more than 2,000 more people who have reached out to our station saying, please put me on the list. Let's talk about the situation that developed last week. This was very interesting. We were figuring out, we were talking about how are we going to do our next uh, piece on unemployment accountability Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what's happened to uh, the people whose names we have turned over to the governor have they gotten help and you had heard from one of the people i believe that that was on our list or that you've been corresponding with about a rally in frankfurt one gentleman told me that uh there are some unemployment help kentucky facebook groups and there's been a flyer been passing around through those facebook groups about a i think it was last tuesday Um, It was going to be a protest at the Capitol, people who were upset with not getting their unemployment, who had been waiting weeks and even months. So um, but somebody made a decision. We're going to meet these protesters with in-person help. Protesters who planned a rally at the Capitol today in Frankfurt, upset about the wait for Kentucky's unemployment, were met by a big surprise. The governor's office arranged for in-person help for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Um, and if that wasn't the greatest way, I think I wrote the, the, my script even that it really diffused the situation because we actually saw people put down their signs that they had come to protest with and say, well, bump this. I'm about to go in and get my help. I have a little hope now, but I try not to get too much hope because I've heard people told that their stuff has been processed, they should receive a check within a week or something, and a month later they're still waiting. So I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but I'm still praying that it works. <laughs> and so five to seven minutes, their whatever was holding up their, their claim is, is fixed, and then they're expecting a check in a couple of days, and um, and then it grew. It started as a protest for unemployment problems in Kentucky and has turned into a place to get claims fixed. WDRB's Gilbert Corsi shows us a scene in Frankfurt where hundreds are lined up for help. Gilbert? So they did it the next day, and that was like Wednesday the 17th, and there were hundreds. The word had gotten out. The people in the line behind me, guys, lined up for unemployment help about 8 o'clock this morning. Nod your head. Yeah, that's right what we talked about. They started way back there. And there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who were lined up. In fact, the doors opened at 9 o'clock, and they had those people lined up before the doors opened. But by 9.45, that line had been capped. So they said, this is how, however many people that we can help. Neil is showing you, our photojournalist is showing you the door over there. That's like the goal, the, the end zone. That's where people are trying to get to. Because on the other side of that door, there are about 10 what are called tier three uh, unemployment staff workers. 
tier three is so important because these are the people and that can they started the turning people away but so i spoke to a gentleman who had come from paducah he had so gotten up at five in the like morning that. james barry drove nearly four hours from paducah and he didn't account for the time change and so he got there like five minutes after the it had been cut off i'm pretty angry very angry you know i've, I've filed march 27th um, and he, he was like, I, I applied for unemployment March 27th. It's three months, and I have been pawning things, done everything I can. I've got a kid. I'm married. I, I have to get help. So he just stayed all day just hoping beyond hope that they would make it through that line and he'd be able to get in. And I could tell you that story on on five or six different occasions. Like there were so many people who had come so far and they were heartbroken that they couldn't get couldn't get in that line. Up the process, but Gina? it grew even more from there. Elizabeth, lines have looked like this all day here at the Cabinet for Health and Family Services in Frankfurt. People doing their best to pass the time. So the very next paid. day, they move locations for the end of the week, Thursday, Friday. Black Friday or lines to a sold-out show. I'm, I'm going to be devastated if I can't help today. This is the new in-person Kentucky unemployment line. Some traveling hours and That's a story of the power of the people like because the people were bringing the protest to the Capitol. Day because they had not been able to get in-person help. And because the people were coming to protest, the state said, we're going to open up to some in-person help. I don't know if that would have happened had there not been a group said, this is wrong and we are going to demonstrate on basically the governor's doorstep. Gilbert, last week, Governor Bashir said that there were more than 50,000 claims that the state had still not finished processing from March, April, and May, including more than 7,000 from March. It's hard to understate the pain, the anger, the desperation that this is causing people. Kentucky has failed us for unemployment, and it is a shame, a complete shame. This is Kayla Williams one of the hundreds of people who showed up on Wednesday, June 17th, to stand in line in Frankfurt. In because the people that are in office right now failed every single one of us in this line today. And if they can't get it together, they're going to continue to fail us. This is Nikki Fairchild, a sign language interpreter who lives in Lexington. And you have bills that just keep piling up and piling up, and now... You know, bill collectors need their money and, you know, you want to keep the lights on. You want to pay for groceries. I, and that's why, I don't know, as a reporter, you have to have a little bit, you have to have a, there's an element of compassion that comes with this job. These people have gone from, I, I've heard from people, I've exhausted my savings, I've exhausted my 401k, uh, my credit cards are maxed out, I have a dollar to my name. These are real cries. I can, it's almost like you can hear their tears see their tears in the email as they're writing it i've i've and then on the likewise when they've gotten their benefits people have called to say thank you and had tears in their voice because they're they felt like their world was getting ready to collapse i've talked to people who have gotten their cars repossessed because that hasn't stopped you know your uh, um, foreclosures have been paused evictions have been paused but you still owe your car payment and if there's no money coming in i mean these situations are have come as the months go on have turned 
from bad to desperate. All right. It is four o'clock on a Monday, and today we are coming to you live from... Today, after hundreds of people lining up for unemployment help in Frankfurt, those pictures making national headlines, Governor Bashir announced some additional changes. He's going to try to get these staff people out into offices around the state in the coming weeks. And he's hiring a outside contractor to come in and help with the system. And get that claim sorted out. We got to get them done fast. And so and having outside help is going to is going to speed that process up. And I'm not willing to wait any longer for us to be able to do it internally. We've had long enough. But we'll have to see more details about this contractor because, Gilbert, you reported a few weeks ago that some outside help that the state brought in that sounded good at first turned out not to be so helpful. So the governor had contracted uh, uh, some call center employees, about 675 of them. Remember, the governor kept saying, we've added a thousand people to help with unemployment, a thousand people to help with unemployment. I mean, he was saying it in his press conferences every day, almost for weeks in, in in Kentucky's response to unemployment. Well, what the public couldn't understand is if there were a thousand people processing unemployment claims, how many, why were so many tens of thousands not being processed yet? So we, we pressed the governor's office several times and it goes back to that ask, re-ask, ask again. I want to know how many on tier one, tier two, tier three. And that's where we learned tier one had been eliminated because the public had told the governor's office tier one was not helpful. And the governor's office said, and we basically contracted with vendors to be a call center, but we didn't have time really to accurately train them. Um, and so they're not really helping getting anybody's claims processed. Uh, so, but that was 675 of the thousand people that the governor kept telling us about. Um, now they've moved some other people into help on tier two and tier three. And the governor's office says, well, now when you get somebody for unemployment insurance, there's going to be somebody that can actually help you. I do want to talk about the context of this unemployment system. Bashir has been clear in recent days that when the pandemic drove up claims to just historic levels, that the system that he inherited from Republican Governor Matt Bevin's administration was not remotely in shape to handle that in a lot of face to face. But the history behind where unemployment uh, is now and what we had to work with when this hit is is a little more complicated than that, because there used to be a lot more unemployment offices. So a lot happened in 2017 that we are uh, feeling the brunt of today. Bashir has said the operating budget for the unemployment insurance system was slashed. He says that 95 workers who used to help people in person were taken off the payroll or moved to other jobs within state government. And it's interesting because I remember covering several years ago the opening stages of this in the Bevan administration. It started when we got a tip that workers were being pulled out of various employment offices around the state. 
And at the time, in early 2017, I interviewed Hal Heiner, who was Bevin's secretary of the Education and Workforce Development Cabinet. And I actually found that old interview. And I remember thinking the unemployment rate is extremely low right now, and perhaps there's not much need for these smaller unemployment offices around the state. But what happens if things change? I actually asked that question at the time back in 2017. Uh, So it seems like reducing the number of locations that people could go to would uh, maybe have a negative effect on uh, the administration and access to unemployment benefits. So how, how are you guys uh, addressing that? Well, you know, I think the federal government has addressed it for us uh, really? uh, by having fewer dollars available during a time of, you know, relatively lower unemployment. Uh, right. Let's, let's what Heiner for, was referring to uh, there is that In his view, the previous Bashir administration, former Governor Steve Bashir, irresponsibly kept people on the payroll using federal stimulus funds that were no longer available. And so the Bevan administration inherited an employment office system with more employees than could be supported by the budget uh, of that particular part of state government. Now, the vision at the time, according to Heiner, was that there's no reason that unemployment insurance needs to be a complicated thing that you handle in person. And his hope was that these state employment offices would be a place where people go to get job help and other constructive services and that they could deal with all of their unemployment insurance issues over the phone or on the Internet. Uh, By going to a higher level of service using technology, whether it's online, uh, training uh, individuals in libraries, uh, having easy-to-use call centers, 800 numbers uh, to to help individuals to check check on benefits or sign up benefits, And we're going to be rolling out a plan on unemployment insurance in the not-too-distant future to make it easier for those individuals to do it at home uh, or in a library, which we want to get more involved in workforce efforts, and not require as many visits uh, for that alone. But evidently, that vision was never achieved, and the system was woefully unprepared for the kind of influx that we see today. It turns out that all of the workers who could deal with unemployment were removed, according to the Bashir administration, from any in-person locations and consolidated in one call center where there were only 12 people. Now that's the past. Just because it explains where we are right now doesn't mean that I don't have a duty to fix it, and I'm going to. I'm going to. I wanted to be a governor that helped people, and I know a lot of people out there still need help and are frustrated, so we are going to fix it. But what I hope is that we And Gilbert, just as we've been holding Governor Bashir accountable for people who are having problems getting their unemployment fixed, I know that you and I and others at our station will be holding him accountable for that promise to fix the system itself over the long term. 
Gilbert, thank you so much for diving into this story and for being uh, tenacious on it for a month now uh, and for speaking with us here about it on the podcast. Happy to be a guest, Chris. Thanks. The Uncovered Podcast is a production of WDRB Media. Please subscribe, review, and rate wherever you get your podcasts.